afternoon ladies and gentlemen, Star Daniel Fox. It's coming to you for another live discussion. We've got kinds of books we can talk about and kinds of life going on in general. Let's get situated and get comfortable and see what we can come up with. Going through some of the other podcasts that I've released, I've got a lot of information out there about different things going on. We'll talk a little bit about different planets, maybe some exoplanets. We've got a lot of Neil deGrasse Tyson conversations going on, and we got um, we got Bill Nine the Science Guy discussions going on as well, as well as some music. We got a lot of Hillary Hahn. We got a lot of um, Twin Set Violin releasing a lot of media coming at us and a lot of criticism going on in the musical lines so we've got a lot a lot to balance with and we just want to see like where we go you know as a person who's put out several books so far I've got a lot of material to work with during the day I find myself trying to recover from the brain injury the brain trauma of writing books and some of you that write books, you know what I'm talking about, and you know that the feeling is that you've got uh, the, the whole day set ahead of you, and you want to market some of your books maybe for a while, or you just want to do anything but acknowledge the books. And I'm kind of a person who tends to shy away from spending all day with the books. Sometimes I find myself in a, a bit of a rut, like, as far as my inner head goes where I just want to read the books again. Maybe I'll do that for a little bit or maybe I'll discuss some books for a while. Uh, but maybe not. I don't spend as much time as probably I should. I'm not sure yet uh, on, on where I stand with my books and my writing. But I've got uh, now the History of Lightning is like my most recent 
Before that, as I worship his divine shadow, Kraken, Leviathan, and Myriad. So I've got some good works out for people. Part of that being Ozoptica, the light that audiograph. My, like, what I thought was going to be my magnum opus. Uh, but crashed the computer into the ground writing that book. And I've got another computer on the way finally. And I'm really excited about that. That's going to happen in a couple days from now. I'll be back to writing some pretty substantial stuff. I'm really looking forward to, to spending more time at home and getting to know my computer and working with my resources that I have. And I'm really excited uh, for the future right now in the United States. People like Neil deGrasse Tyson and other educators are really pushing to interact with the public and interact with people that have questions and they have different elementary courses of uh, ways of speaking that appeal to audiences. And I've seen some media from Neil deGrasse Tyson recently that's got some, some good stuff uh, going on. A lot of discussion of life on other planets, perhaps, or different little parlays or segues in different, uh, you know, small commutes of the language to digress into simplistic terms that essentially we're mirroring what life opposition we see on course. So we, we might be the very life that we're looking for out in the universe that could be so advanced that other life is studying us. And I have an advantage over other life to see it, uh, you know, in full bloom and full picture and go hunting after it may not be what we need to be doing. Or it's what we are doing and we are precisely that life that is studied that is so examinable that we're just uh, giving ourselves course examination. So it just, it seems to me that if obviously there is life out there. Uh, there is other life that exists in the universe. And we are just this uh, very examinable race, if you will, or we're just in a plot in the universe where there's just so much going on, and some of it's our fault, and we're making shapes into the universe that people can see visually, and uh, that gives us an advantage. So, where I think the life is going here on planet Earth, right now there's a lot of construction going on, and we have to really assure ourselves that we're going to make it through that. Uh, when there's a lot of construction going on, we have to really heed cautionary, you know, look ahead into what's going on around those construction sites, and are there small businesses you can support? If you can, can you get to them? That sort of thing. We have to remember that. American consumerism is such that we just, we tend to want to go toward what's uh, amicable and what we can access and touch and see quickly is what we want to buy. And that can be good uh, for us. We, we have trends that develop over time of healthy, safe marketplace and interacting with each other during the pandemic has been what it has been. Uh, am I reading from some script? No, I'm not. I'm just going off from what I've got going on with my head and with my equipment and my books here in front of me.
and select from and read some excerpts maybe. How about we got we got our worship is divine shadow, let's grab an excerpt now here. The vessel Briggs daughter journeyed into the pits about the waterhole for some fascination of the hour. The lighted sea floor scanned with rubbery distrust. Suffice to say, there was little error in the turning of the planets between each vessel present at the bottom of the trench. The Roxabedon was a meter to the most vulnerable crop of the uneasy feelings within the crew. There was no apparent sucking void feeling of the captain to draw any conclusion the taking of the journeyman. Not one woman aboard. How false that the resting place to the observe the black pit was anything but the unusual. Just this feeling in the water, in the ocean, if you will. Uh, that excerpt from Our Worship is Divine Shadow. Uh, criticizing Brigitte John's daughter somewhat about uh, her pirate party in Iceland. I was very fearful for her life for many years. Still am, sometimes. I'm still very concerned for that person. And uh, I think, I I just hope that she has a bright future. And it seems that she's coming out with more uh, displays. She's got some poetry coming out and some other writings and some art and and showing us some more of her visual side, which seems to be really good. I'm really excited for that. And I want to get a a feel for what she's got coming on uh, for everybody that we get to isolate a little bit more of uh, mighty Iceland and see just how beautiful history can be in Iceland and how the times that we've had in Iceland with the past and the history can coalesce into something meaningful. And for me, I wish this divine shadow has so much uh, about geology and rocks and changes of the ground with animals that live beneath us. I can only believe that there are animals underneath us that offer us some type of wisdom. And there can be. There are Kraken, there are Leviathan, there are different animal shapes that are below us in the waters. And water that's beneath the water. Let's see. Water beneath the water. Could be a word for that. But who knows? That's the other excerpt here. It is with some great finding that the ways of another nation collide within the earth to do good in analyzing some beatitude of weakness in the grain of the national boundary. That distortion plays a riff on the endion of the fascistic street display. But I feel the hollow rung in her handle, her hands rather, that the meeting of a forceful crevice that might otherwise street urine having instead given us lead in the instance that the gratifying surface plate is any more than a mixture of bombardment of feelings to do with the replicate mixture of anesthesiology and the field of discovery to where Nathan has been bawling and fielding the conch that there is no surmorph fink in the factory of the position of any feature usable mesh. How about that? Got some good stuff in I Worship His Divine Shadow. Kraken, Leviathan, Myriad. And 
I'll put that up very quickly. Uh, that I could offer some more natural law in my lifetime. Trying to get natural law out in a rhythm or a pattern that doesn't have anything to do with Friedrich Nietzsche. It was somewhat difficult to do that. And I realized once I got to natural law in my discussions and my book writing that I got out very quickly some fiction. And then I, from there I could very quickly write another natural law piece, which is the history of lightning. Let's grab a little excerpt from the history of lightning. The greater maths about the fellow dictate that the resolve of the earth is to find solace in the just circumstance of the field. That is that geology tends to grant some spherical date to the mixture of heaven and ground. There is that resolve that the sequence of finer edgings about the spherical place do for the researcher some higher plane of detail. This is to resolve some error in the topological prefecture that the just algorithm does not entrain the idea that simplicity is overcalculated resolve. There are circumstances to the ground that give for the researcher some resolve to erroneous findings such that the samples are enlivened with richness to the container. There is only some finding that the researcher may resolve the errors of the circumstantial plane such that categories emerge in the findings. How about that? So, having some rocks that you really like, it's one thing to look at them, it's another to store them and have them in a container for a long time and to have to do something about them, to use them in some exposés. Uh, for me, I've created a periodic table of elements out of a, a box of rocks, which can be very dangerous to do. You can form the box uh, with the separation of the instances where there are discoloration present in the form of metal and solid in our geology. And then there is the dictatia that there is periodic table and you seal the box, and that is your periodic table of elements. And it is that. With the atomic ink, you declare the box shape and the shape the smith, and you have an actual periodic table of elements accessible. It's, it's to never be opened. And that is it. So, that type of a box can be very dangerous, and you put your own thumbprint on it. You use your own ink to uh, make a thumbprint. ID for your own box with the label on the top and it's sealed shut and it says period table of elements by and then your name and your thumbprint and that is it. So for that, that's what that is. Well, this evening, this afternoon, if you will, it's getting late where I'm at in my region and I'm giving you some podcasts that you can go with here have some good argument in your head for whether it's day or night where you're at you can learn some things some new things on the tail end of this uh, discussion we have a, a little symphony I came up with mandolin that I played it's about seven minutes it is a short symphony it's three parts and it's for adults to transcribe I originally had made it for uh, several students to hand transcribe and to come up with 
uh, some type of transcription of their own for their own adult lesson. Not to be by the hands of children, this transcription. So it's for adults. And all oh, it's likely been broken, unfortunately. So for that, we have movement on to other things. Detail, that is, that I play some other casts as I have my podcast and or I do my other book writing and other detail during my during my life, my day. And such that it is, there is this afternoon that I'm in here, this season. Uh, the season as it comes in on our planet, we see some warming cooling going on. What is that about? We might ask. Osoptica oh, detailed that I believe the planet is cooling and it may be a 10 year period or so that we go through a cooling that's what I've predicted uh, myself but this is based on my scientific findings it may not be true and of course people will argue a course correction of that argument greenhouse gases to increase greenhouse gas production uh, and a perception of the cooling of the sun happens for us so we just we want to see it, to what extent it is as people that our scientific findings have yielded some type of erroneous change to our environment and we we definitely want to see that on an ethical science brink and see that there's a warming of the planet and we will see the warming of the planet shortly could be within a 10 year period that we are in a cooling uh, for the sun, it's estimated where the sun happens to be, its place in our nearness to the planets. Uh, it could be an eight to ten year period, to be more precise. So in Ozoptica, I had some discussion there, our cold sun, about different uh, parts of the eye that develop as different lattices different hours. Let's see. Here. This is his face. For the eye to emerge in the summer, breaking open the fluid dynamic of our social ills, there is a resolve to seek further the resolutions of the political, that there is a calmness and resolve to look to the sky once more. So that's, that's uh, something that's very important when we imagine the testimony of the eye is to seek the political of the politic, and it can be. So we see that natural tendency of the eye to seek the politic, and we see that there is a tendency therein. So what does the politic mean? The politic can mean something more than simply literal politic, socially. We don't want to parlay into much discussion about that inept, that's to argue ineptitude as a social resolve. So the sociological changes that happen in the eye are such that our cold sun is a wonderful chapter for discussion into the possibility that we are in a cooling period on our planet and we have to justify a tremendous amount of force placed on the earth and not uh, live flabby for 10 years. And that's where my body is right now, and I'm thinking about my body being as fit as I am. I'm in great shape, 
and I'm, I'm a ballerina. I've got my bicycle coming up on Friday where I'll be able to ride again. And I have to think about my ballerina body and how it's going to change. And it's getting old and creaky and my joints pop and make different sounds. And that's what that is. And that can be life. So with that, you know, spaceship, spaceship two, we've got uh, aging going on and our cold sun and the discussion in Ozoptica. But we have these newer ideas too in I Worship His Divine Shadow, Craig and Leviathan and Myriad of geology and ground and the gripping of the ground instead of succumbing to the wind and forces of the earth that destroy or destruct us uh, by way of the eye detriment that sanctum that old feel and the history of lightning of course to tack on a little more energy than just so Zoptica. so the history of lightning is a powerful piece and when I first got it the weather was such that reading it it was such an exciting period it was an exciting time reading through it and as it was for many other people they got it a little bit earlier than I did some did and some did not, and some are still getting their history of lighting. And it's a wonderful piece. It's got some really nice natural law tones and some number theory, sequential theory with mathematics arguable for the for uh, people these days. And it's got a, a lot to say about topology and numbers and zones and gables and all kinds of things going on here in the history of lightning. It's an argument book. Every paragraph stands on its own, essentially. Let's grab one out of here. The anion in caffeine is a preponderance unto itself that the variable sign of causal lead is a forecasting element of silver for the greater or unusual lead characteristic of water mass. There is, for the instance, a recognizable lead that indicates the land is a manure, but there cannot be some variable left without choice to call for more sodium in the block. There is only the choice to exhume calcium, if not for lead, but the lead in sheer voraciousness to the edge of a lattice is exalted by leather or other substance that would relate to an animal body outside of a small marker, or a mall marker, rather, a mall marker. Right, the small marker. Okay, well, it could be that lead is causal, that lead in the dynamic of caffeine plays a role, and we we have uh, discoveries every day to do with caffeine that can be very useful in the laboratory, and then caffeine can be usable in some moat. And moats can be very dangerous if we open moats to different uh, zones, uh, different gables, if you will. We can uh, incourse disease of some sort, and that would entrain some idea that a moat can cause disease, which it does not. So it can be that for a moat to cause disease, there is a gable, and there would be a disease. So we have, in the discussion of the pandemic, what type of resolve the laboratory can we do? Well, the closest word to laboratory that I have is to wash my hands or to put on a face mask, thus we wear a mask. The laboratory. 
So with that, you got a mask up. And how's that going for everyone? Can we think about that? Can we imagine there are still people that are trying to break the period, which is arguable against the Yakuza, which is that we'll see there is some offense against the child that happens by adults not wearing masks in public. It's simply an offense against children to not wear a mask. And it's just what I see. But, you know, we've got uh, plenty of time for that in the future, where people will no longer mask up and children will age to the extent that the mask out period is to the growth of children. And we see that in discussion. Simply be as children age, and we will be out of the mask period. So for now, it's a lot of mask. And with Spaceship, Spaceship 2, a little discussion here about what else to do this evening. What else have we got? Uh, I've got Observatory in the works. Uh, I did the architecture for by hand on paper. It's uh, an observatory, and it's rather large. It appears, anyway. I'm not really allowed to argue that for too long. Let's see how large the observatory is to scale. Like with the medical building at Ball State, I did very quickly at my end of things to sure up the cable and the additional wire path in the DOS that we have substantial cable enough to relate some type of interdisciplinary argument that we need in the medical building, which we did. Uh, we very quickly need to isolate where an observatory can be built, and they're working on that. So, from the same distance away, there's an observatory in the town where I'm at right now, where I can look at it, but other people are working on it, so... I don't want to have that advantage over people. Something about an observatory. You can write about them or dream on. One day you'll see your own observatory, but you'll only be taking advantage of people in doing so. So... Observatory is not necessarily a good sign, but I've got it in the works in case the site near where I live is uh, pretty detrimental to the environment so far. Seeing a lot of river waste, and we're seeing a lot of uh, deterrence from the jail, which is a bad sign. People don't want to come by the place, they don't want to argue that the people need to be free from the jail, they want to leave the people in the jail. Uh, for longer, it seems, and it just seems really scary and just really irky. So there's that going on. Living by a jail can be kind of different, but it's not, uh, it's not a bad place to live. I feel sorry for the people that are in there. And it's just, uh, it's very disgusting to me. So, if you've never been to jail, to feel sorry for people that are in jail is uh, immoral. So, with that, we've got uh, more discussion that we can absolve ourselves to here. We're almost to the half hour mark with Spaceship here with the Dragon Up feature. Where are we going with our stimulus? How are you guys spending it? 
Maybe you wonder about it. You wonder how your family members spend it. Mm, it'd be intrusive. My family is only intruded upon my life by requesting money for my stimulus for themselves, which is fine. This is what it is. I'm already stressed to the max. My car declined trying to purchase my computer and to call Amazon and sort it out over the phone to find that the transaction has gone through. Such is life. It just seems people want to talk to you on the phone. I like talking on the phone. I certainly love talking on the phone. But with that, we have a discussion with more coffee. Let's more coffee. My thing, really good at it. Clean my whole apartment with it. Such that we boil water and uh, do the coffee. It cleans the entire apartment. Probably cleans the neighbors' apartments too. They're probably freaked out about it. person here and just uses different cooking techniques to clean my whole house I can tell you it's just uh, it's the way to go, it's the way to live definitely I'm seeing how this podcast pushes through here but let's some more excerpts selection of the nearness of girders that bind the workers, there are places the imagination has called to present the testament of survivability amongst the humidity of the platform, the flatness of the synthetic environment allowing for the procrastination before the rising to work. These places are the song and the rhythm of the people, an infrastructure at gigaparsecs, some view of the darkness, the bending and formation of the sewer to denote the scale of the relative hugeness of the insect, the aphid. It is they do not see the bipedal killing that does not manifest, as there is a standing and scaled-out body power of unfolding sewage in the form of a folding zygophosin, these males, a holding of the accident to have found their buildings, rooms drawn to bureau. The blinds shake, and there are men in the form of topological music, the spelling Liberante Tutame Ex Inferius. Saturn, largeness and smallness are not to be argued, they are mines, huge bogengotten, weissen hallucinaten. To my escapist, some man I possess in Iceland, expire. There is a bludgeon to push further on beyond the asphalt submersion for the sense of pleasure, some disgusting abuse of construction materials. Dune, milky delight, 347.872 kiloparsecs, where the name of planet, insects killing people until work has receded, there's a forgotten amphetamine, the foot, to bring tiredness to the meal of the boundaries, where the citizen or civilian, the light of the stars and planets uniting in the underwear of the marine, 
Pip, my left wrist slanted from feces and red matter to a hugeness of infrastructure so immense, there is no place for the argument that the testament that there is an origin or element to the work that has yet to collapse to a signal or media presentable by way of pornography. It is that I am this forever work foreman, that he may clear me a path to the realization of the openness of the legs. It is he. I worship his divine shadow. How about that? That's very nice. That's from the introduction of my book. I worship his divine shadow, Kraken and Malithan and Myriad. And it's a pretty powerful work. It's got a lot going on. Gives some people some some reading they can play with, some different ideas to think about uh, media and culture, and you know, geology plays a role as well. Argued therein, and we've got uh, plenty more from uh, where that came, rather where that came from. Coming on that came from. There are people coughing in the apartment building. It's very sad. I'm hoping this pandemic recedes in our region, which has not. Yes, cough medicine and cold medicine. Something that people are arguing for. Is there a benefit in the future? yourself to use it if you're not driving a car very often just keeping yourself off from work to drink cough syrup say you'd be okay with it as it stands people tend to reject it in psychiatry shame on them not very immunology speech pathology discourse of the mind ear Tubular, the exact amount of fluid measured in the left presser, the left side of the head, if you will, is dextrocythin. It is precisely in the ear that we hear something going on. And we can balance that out with dextrocythin and become very intelligent from it. So, you know, uh, having some argument against cough medicine, things like that, is very sad these days. I have been studying it for a number of years. I'm just trying to understand the HDMI Purple Girl abortion media and uh, where that stands. And people keep uh, pushing me away from the medication uh, for that reason, I'm sure. Uh, just where I'm at, it's a very churchy area and just pretends to abortion. Uh, women taking excessive amounts of cough medicine for a buzz, arguing themselves to an abortion, having become pregnant somehow. You know, seeing that having happened in history.
Okay. How about some books more reading? Is your lightning? An excerpt from that. Another excerpt from this. To exhaust the residual calendar, there is a butter for every result of the technological foray to give some credence to the teaching of the contiguous shade. The calendar to where drastic changes collapse to a denigrated plane, the presented union of circles being false, there is a scale. This means the intolerance between bridges is set to a joint crossing of other interfering marks to explore the calendar rather gives some totalitarian uprising a meaning of handiness over the edges of a meaning to grasp a ridge. There, the communist deters the objective and parlays into the suffrages of the intolerable zone. This is to produce the only marking of the map that designates an area, and that is the collateral exchange unit. How about that? It's in chapter 13, Bridges and Sets. That's the second paragraph. Uh, about another one. That's a long one. Uh, let's let's go for some shorter right there. Chapter fourteen, entropy. To the extent there is callous mark that a residual outlaying angle is sheer to a crux or determinable plot, there can be the harder point to exhume the given nature of preponderances to argue a benefit for gathering points, lines, or edges. The reaching effect of the glandular havens reveals some clever intricacy. Glandular havens? Uh-huh. paragraph. Meaning indifference to a plot gives some understanding as to the nature of a given scheme. That there is a coiling of circumstances in the greater argument due just maths to a circle or square, there can be a fixture of reasoning that happens to entrain the idea that two circles are but a comorph to the reasoning or understanding. That the cross-section of an argument entails some jurist that the maths of an rhythm are false, there can be a scheme greater than the circle in its prim, co-angle to circumstance. Aha! Uh -huh. And it pertains to entropy. Uh, so the history of lightning has got some good stuff in there. I think you guys will really enjoy this book. For the long run, it's a long-haul kind of book. Ozoptica. A Worship as Divine Shadow is kind of like that little fiction interspersed like between Ozoptica and the History of Lightning. It's just that feel where it's got some geology tools in there where you can make something out of it in, in real life. You can go discovering or spelunking with the book. You can argue that it doesn't, it doesn't argue for like pro-spelunking, spending a bunch of money and watch cave together later kind of thing but it's like <laughs> it's got all kinds of different suggestions and like yeah suggestions are dangerous it doesn't have a bunch of different suggestions I just read the word suggestion let's see it has exponent and exponent it's got all kinds of collapsing of different bridge structures and sequential collapses precipices Gymnastic responses to planes and spheres. It's got some good stuff in there. Aerobic planes in the abutments and maximum number of widths. So it pertains to a lot to do with geology, uh, more so than you could possibly imagine. 
it's kind of the argument for a doctorate of geology, which is somewhat redundant. It pertains to English literature. It's really a doctorate of English lit. It's kind of what my books so far argue to be, a doctorate of English literature. And I'm really excited about that. But I really wanted to just be able to have, like, figured it out a long time ago. Just gotten a bachelor's degree, maybe, and, or an associate's degree, which is very difficult to maintain. Having a bachelor's degree and, like, a master's degree and a PhD. Well, I've got to maintain a doctorate. Like, that's, that's a lot more work. People that are undergrads still ask me about my PhD work. You know, it just, that bothers me. Like, that's not what I want to talk about. I'm past that. I don't want to talk about my PhD with people. You know, I've gotten through some mental health services here in town where I've lived. And I want to talk about that right now. I've been disrespected in this area, this region I live in, so detrimentally, or to such detriment, rather, that I've been stripped of my shoes again. And I've been forced to walk barefoot in a hospital. Uh, and I just can't believe just how I've been treated since I've lived here sometimes. And some of it pertains to abortion and women's rights and things like that going on. I know it has to do with that. Being detained for being a women's lib, looking thespian person, an actress or an actor or a celebrity of some sort. But I'm not, I don't really feel that I'm a celebrity or uh, something like that. But I just really feel that my doctorate work so far is, it speaks for itself. And if you haven't read some of my books or any of them, or you have, and you're trying to capture me for some reason, uh, I've got a problem with you. And there are some people I have a problem with that are trying to capture me. There are people that have read my books and they read my books, and they try to find where I'm at and hurt me for fun, or for their fun, or just, you know, document me, or just, you know, have some run-in with me of some sort, that they have had a conflict with a celebrity of some sort. It's very scary. It can be scary, anyway. It's not always scary. Not very often is it scary. Most of the time it's fun. Most of the time my life is fun, and it's great, and I enjoy myself, and I try to really just stick out there like a sore thumb in a good way. That I've got some type of, you know, leeway for people to work with me on different issues. Like, these three books, Ozoptica, I worship Mr. Vine Shadow and the History of Lightning. This is a doctorate in and of itself. For real. This is heady stuff in my hand. And you haven't read any of it. And you want to sit there in front of me. You know, just pretending to this individual. That I've met with a couple of times now. I don't want to say his name. Detestable individual. Just a veteran of services. And treats me like I'm that, or treats me like I'm just on doxy real quick, and wants to know more about my education, and how that went for me, and why I'm not teaching. Ask me the question, why I'm not teaching? What do you mean, why I'm not teaching? I have a podcast. And he wants to write down my podcast information. He wants to write down this stuff. And he's like, what are you doing? Who are you taking notes about me for? It's offensive. I mean, you know, you should be in and out of the office. Not be spending time in hospital during a pandemic. What's going on? Why so many hospital visits required and so many labs taken and so much blood work and this analysis? 
uh, analysis, technically is the word analysis. There's so much going on uh, that we're just we're confused, some of us, as to why we're being pulled into the hospitals so often. And some of us are seen as foreign nationals. We're seen as being citizens of a foreign country who are interfering with the works of Americans. But I'll interfere with your work should I so choose to do so. And I will interfere with your work. If I meet you in person and you're doing something offensive, you know, I'll leave you alone, likely. But this is the way my life goes. Anyway, being put off by people that describe to me some type of course for my life that I should uh, enjoy myself as a different race, gender, or uh, some argument going on. I just don't really have the transgender argument for people to consider at this point. I put out a book about it, Scarlet Society of Modern English. People have yet to respond with that, with any formal literary criticism anyway, giving me anything to think about. There have been some movies that have been spawned from the Soviet Union about the book, Carrion being one of those, I think. We've got Carrion that came out. It's a wonderful take on some of my interactions with different women. Just a little more lesbian edge. Uh, you know, people not perceiving me as just saying I'm married to a person I played French horn with. <laughs> you know, it's just a comedy act for some people. I'm not married to a rapper. I've never been married to a rapper. I've never been married to a, a comedian. So, uh, my ex, she is a female. Yeah, I'm a lesbian. It just doesn't come out. It gets censored. It gets smashed down into the pit of nowhere land. And that's where this one's going, it seems, all of a sudden. But who knows? One day, you know, LGBT equality and things like that will come to the surface in our country. And we'll be able to demilitarize a little bit of our media. And you'll see a little more lesbian side of me, I think. And it, it'll be that when my parents are dead... Uh, which is going to be a sad time. Uh, but when they're gone, uh, I think the media will change uh, in my favor on, on the side of lesbian tones and things in different media. There's a lot missing. And there's certainly doubles and different women being used kissing men. I've never kissed a man before. I kiss women. And I'm used to that. Uh, I just I look the way I do. And some women can look like me, and it's very scary. So you can sound like me, <clears throat> but I sound like myself. I know who I am, and I know where I'm from. I know where my family's from. I know the family I come from. Uh, we're, we come from a strict family. Uh, we have entertainment in our guise, and news and politics we give you, and we're bizarre. So we're all little featurettes, and we have our names that we do for discussion. We're sisters of the Fox family. The spiritualists, anyway, that's the names we go by, folks. And use that for a name that we can argue spiritualists in the United States. So, with that said, you know, on with it. With some spiritualism, with some Luciferian tone from the White Basket. Let's give it a go here. I started this work with the intention of developing Chinese political theory. Why China? Well, the reason is simple. The world, from my vantage point, has eclipsed with some level of violence so catastrophic 
The worst instances of violence against humans and animals may be documented as having come from China. It was unfortunate in presenting this information to digress within the white basket from the happy life I've had researching extraterrestrials to remind one as to the power of China in the present era. That's quite a powerful paragraph in the white basket. And then it's set off a lot of people about China. And it's got some, some tones going on with China right now. And we have some things that I've seen a little more recently uh, to do with China. Some fashion uh, that, that has been coming out of women wearing like children's clothes and taking pictures of themselves in different balls. Apparently that's happening in China. It's kind of like a fashion trend right now. Seems kind of disgusting. Uh, but, I don't know. With the TikTok level, I've been looking at some Japanese hilarity going on. And there's this beautiful Chinese woman that I love on there. She plays uh, Gunjir, or I can't pronounce it right. Is it Gunjir? The that's like a zither. Zither is what it stands for, kind of. Zither string. Zither heart thing. And she's really pretty. Her name is Oriental Girl or Mysterious Girl. And she's mysterious and pretty. And she's like my favorite TikToker. She's a famous. Anyway. We're keeping it at about 60 minutes. It's we're 48 minutes in this podcast. And this is Spaceship. Spaceship 2. Going on. Just happy about a TikToker. Just happy about a TikToker. Miss Liam, she's so beautiful. She plays this instrument. She always asks these questions. Do you like my instrument? Do you like what I'm wearing? It's hilarious. She's so precious. There's so many Asian people really revealing themselves on TikTok and like coming out with with their thing, like their Asia. And that's their strong, and that's like their thing. And we just see that like so common now. And it's so precious. There's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff. Mostly good stuff. TikTok. With Americans, it's a little different. Americans are kind of brunt with it. Like they just kind of went for it on a little different vector than what Asia anticipated. But TikTok has become like one of those social things for some people. I've got some little mandolin clips on there for Spaceship. And that hashtag has got like millions of views or some kind of like Spaceship has millions of views. Could that be my Spaceship? Could it be? With hundreds of millions of views and listens and stuff. And I'm not even really known about it. It could be. Maybe not. Who knows? But anyway digress into the life of an individual TikToker. Can be you can see anchor policy. But it's mysterious girl, it's Oriental Girl. That's her name on there. She's like my favorite. I wanna marry her. I wanna date her. But I've already confessed that to her. I don't think she takes me seriously. Or she does. Or she's like follow my vlog or something. I'm not really sure what's going on. But she's super hot and like she's like everything some days. Just think about her. 
Well, that's an LGBT life that I have. It's just my private life. If you don't get to learn about it, you just see me as a straight person in your lifetime. It's very sad, I guess. So, anyway, she's hot. I'm hot. We're hot. People are hot stuff. Well, wrapping this up in about an hour or so. And, uh, total. We had, we had Symphony in there. We had this nice hour long, just about 50 minutes or so discussion. We'll wrap it up here. This has been Spaceship, Dr. Thane Fox, Scar Johansson. Wrapping this up for you this evening. Have a beautiful life, everybody. We're going to keep coming back to you for more of it. Bye-bye.